All right, Shane. Oh. Uh, this time, the time has come. Yep. And I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you do, but I want to be on the other side of it. Everybody loves a good conspiracy Where theory. I have heard it. <laughs> so, what's your conspiracy what's, theory? This look, this is no flat earth, any vaxxer shit, right? This is the real deal. Row works, right? You put up with the horrible traffic because you go, it's going to be better. Yeah. Once I fix this, it's yep. going to be better. Yeah. What if, right, the row works doesn't make a difference. You you put up with the shit traffic, you mm. get so used to it because it takes them like 12 months to do anything. Yeah. By the time it's done, you're like, oh, it is better. Uh-huh. But then what? <laughs> but it was fine to start with. <laughs> so, like, they make you think it's better. So they did all this shit for nothing. But, okay, so all good conspiracy theories have a reason. So, like, what's the government's angle? What do they have to gain? <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's, it's so solid and so obvious. I don't need to give reason. Yeah, you don't know. Of course, get yeah, out of here. it's obvious. I don't need to put those orange cones up. No, they do that for fun. Creating it's jobs. All... Creating. There you go. Is it? Maybe it's getting in our heads. So what they want to do is they're using these roadworks to create jobs. Yep. So a certain government, let's say the liberal, who are the good guys? <laughs> no, don't None answer of that. Them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's say they're Labor, they get in, they're like, we need to create jobs so yep. that on our campaign we could be like, we created, you know, we increased jobs by like 58,000%. Yeah. Create roadworks. Yep. That's like 12 jobs right there. It is, at least 12. At least. Probably and then they like duplicate it. 24? Jesus. <laughs> Quick math? Quick math. But no, there you go. I helped you out day. with your theory. Thank you. You're I've, welcome. It would have fallen through without that math. Hey, man, you've converted me. <laughs> At first, I thought, here he goes again with another one of his kooky theories. First, he thought caterpillars were actually ducks. And now this. Wait, what? Don't worry about it. They're green. Ducks are green. Ducks Only some ducks are green, Shane. <laughs> Only some ducks. Anyway. Anyways, this is Hobby Homies. You wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it. <laughs> you wouldn't know it. I am looking at Michael Fox. And I'm looking at some guy holding a beard, sprouting some crazy <laughs> conspiracy theories. Your boy Shane. <laughs> That's me. It's your boy. <laughs> it's your boy. So, what do you got on the table at the moment, Shane? We'll t- let's talk hobby. Talk hobby. We always talk a bit of hobby. A little bit. We uh, At the moment, I have got Stormcast Eternals. Uh-huh, you do? Painting up those silver boys. Yeah, not, you not pa- gold. I like that I like that theme by the way. It's silver and black. Silver and black and red. Yeah. Corn red to be precise. Um it's... I wasn't a fan of the old gold and blue. Yep. So, so you silver and red. Yeah, I saw I can't remember what the um storm host was called. It was like the hallowed something. I was mm. like, that's kinda cool. So I changed up a little bit. Yeah. But went with that sort yeah. of theme. Yeah, it's nice, dude. I like it. Yeah, it's all right. Bit of lead belch on the boys. Oh, man, just spray that on. Yeah, done. <laughs> done. Tabletop. 50% yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. So even in the one army that you didn't have to paint red, you threw some red in there. <laughs> got to throw some red in you there, got to throw some red in there. For context, what else are you painting? <laughs> not blood angels. Okay. And not blood letters. Let me t- what did you buy today when we went into Guff? Werribee? Blood letters. Yeah. And, yeah. and what else? Blood angels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my boy likes red. Got to go some red. Yeah. 
I feel like you've got three paints and you're just making them work. Oh, man. Yeah, whatever I don't have, I mix it up. With red? With red. (laughs) (laughs) I got all the different shades of red. I got light red, dark red. I've even got a medium dark red. And I got corn red. And corn red. Yeah. Mephiston? Yeah, Yeah, I got Mephiston. Oh, of course. Why did I even ask? Mephiston is my red. That's my Blood Angels red base. There you go. Yeah. So you're painting up some Stormhost. Yep. Like it? Yeah, yep, yep. That's about it, really. I was just trying to get through the backlog of them. Yeah, fair. Fair. Build some liberators. Yeah. Yeah. What have you on the table? At the moment, what I've got currently, what's sitting at home on my table is my Skaven still. Oh, yes. I think they're about to get packed up for the next project. And what's the next project? Actually, no, that's a lie. They're already half packed up. I was painting some (laughs) Legion Rebels. Yeah, yeah. Because I just got Jin Urso. Um, Fun fact... Looked at the LVO results for yeah. Star Wars Legion. A lot of imps. A lot of imps, yeah. A lot, a lot of imps, a lot of rebels. Yeah. So the top eight consisted of five Imperial lists. Yep. This is, uh, yeah, so Las Vegas Open, yep. 2020. All the players that attended, I can't remember how many Legion players, I think 130, okay. 130. It's not bad. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, Was there more Legion than AOS? Mm, oh, yeah. Well, yeah pretty close. So. Yeah, it would have been close. Yeah, give or take 10. Yeah. They're about on par, I reckon. Yep. That's pretty big. That's good. Considering Legion's only been out for like, what, like 12 months, maybe yeah. 18 months? Yeah, and it's still like, still still getting up there. Yeah. I would say it's still in like, they would argue it's in like phase six. Yeah. But really it's in phase one. You got your first four factions. Yeah. Maybe Rebels and Imps are in like phase phase two where they're getting like their last expansions maybe. Yeah, yeah. Don't know. Um, and, and that's why I think that there were so many Rebels and Imperial lists because yep. they have so many more options. Yeah. You know, if you were to run a... Yeah, your clones and droids have only just come out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like within what, like six weeks? You'd have super battle droids and maybe like just yeah. normal droids. You'd have Grievous, <clears throat> maybe Dooku. Yeah. And then on the flip side, yeah, it's very... And, you know, they were there yep. and they won games. But as far as list diversity goes, yeah. they were not up there. Yeah. In fact, neither were Imperials and or Rebels. Okay. All the Rebels, looked, the lists looked very... The top lists, anyway, looked yeah, very similar. Yeah, looked similar, yeah. They all contained... Um, uh, what do you call them? Tauntauns. Oh, yes. you got to have Tauntauns. you got to yeah. have strike teams with snipers. Um, you got to have... Oh, the leaders The leaders, the leaders changed, changed a, bit. a bit, didn't they? There was Leia, mostly. Yep. Um... Any any me boy Han? There was one list that was in the top eight that might have had Wookies. Oh, okay. I think it had Wookies. Yeah. That was about it. Yeah. The Imperials were almost always Palpatine for the top lists. Yeah, I saw um, Veers, I think, in one. Yes, and General Veers. Yeah, yeah. that's a lie. Yep. Palpatine, Veers. Um, what's that new dude? Shore um, Troopers. What's the new dude from, um, oh, what's it called? Rogue One. Uh, yeah, he was in one list I saw. I think they was like the third that came third. Yeah, or second or third. Yeah, can't remember what his name is. He was in one list. I saw. Controversial opinion. Rogue One, what second favorite Star Wars movie. Oh yeah, of all of them. Ooh, that's Anyways, big. side. That's a side note, and that's why I got the Jin Erso it's probably, army. It's probably mine too. You know, Jesus. Yeah. No What's wrong with you? Everything. <laughs> Didn't yeah, you know? Okay. Yeah. No, I did. I was just checking. I was checking if you knew. Oh, I know. Um, okay, so anyways, that's uh, that's where the current meta is for... It's quite closed at the moment. Yep. The meta's quite narrow. The top eight lists for both Imperial and Rebels varied very minimally. 
maybe the general changed and then one or two other units, but yeah. for the most part, the core of the armies were all the same. That's right. The bulk of the troops were the same. Yeah, which I think will be... They don't have to patch any of those units per se. No. You know, they don't have to nerf or buff them or anything like that to get yeah. the rotation changed. Once they release more units for the other two factions... Yep. It'll naturally, I think, the counterpicks will start coming through for those main lists. Yeah. It'll shake up the meta on its own. Yeah. So, which will be good. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping for more diversity. I'm hoping you can run cool lists with just, like, what I want to do. Jin Urso with some Pathfinders, if I want to have that sort of focus that I can and it's competitive. Yeah. But the game also hasn't been out forever, like no. you mentioned earlier. Yeah. So, it's not that those lists are good. They might just be easier to take a hold of yeah, and take yeah. advantage of. As people learn the game more, potentially there'll be some other mechanics they can take advantage of. Anyways. Yep. So I've had a bit of Legion because I've been looking into the, the results and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you sent me those links today with, like, the list. Yeah. Which yep. is pretty interesting to see where my my boys, the Empire, can go. Yeah. Yep. We bought the core set on release. We did. Yeah. So we are your Imperials, the bad guys. Yep. And I'm the Rebels, the good guys. Some would say... Some would... Different. No. Oh, yes. Jack? No. <laughs> Empire no, did nothing it. wrong. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> My boy and his conspiracy theories. So, Legion is, it's 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 taken off. It's, I mean, yeah. just the number of players alone, you raise an interesting point about it's mm. com- comp- comparable yeah. amount to Age of Sigma. Yeah. You know, that's pretty that's pretty big. And so young. It Anyways, is. Yeah. So, that's what's been on my table, those yep. Rebels, trying yeah, to get yeah, them yep. ready for the next skirmish that's coming up. Yep. Um... Guff's having a, uh, a Legion this Sunday, actually. Yeah, that's originally what I was trying to get ready for. Yeah. I've actually got the troops. Yeah? If I could pump out a paint job in the next I think it's days, like 500 points. Yep, I got that. Oh, that'd be a slog. <laughs> that'd be a slog. Contrast, bro. Yeah, bro, that's what I'm doing. It's a hobby homey way. Yeah, one thick coat, baby. <laughs> that's it. So, yeah, that's on my table. Um... Speaking of contrast, today's episode is brought to you by <laughs> Null Oil. <laughs> Pouring one out for the homies since 2017. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about painting. Yes, painting. All things painting. All the different types of paints we used, methods, types of palettes, yep. bit of airbrush tips yep. and whatnot. Not that I'm good at airbrush, but I know a little bit. So as, as a disclaimer, we're no Golden Demon crystal brush painters. No, we're I casual. don't even own... What is it, a crystal brush? Yeah, a crystal brush. I haven't yeah. a crystal brush. I don't even have a crystal... Dude. I don't even have a crystal demon. Have you got a golden demon? What's that? A demon that's painted gold. Not red. Well, you bought demons today. Yeah, I'll paint you one gold. Then I've got a gold demon. Armor, you got a gold demon. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so by the end of the next episode, I'll have a golden demon. But currently, no golden demon. No, <laughs> <laughs> no we're, we're just casual painters. Yeah. We enjoy sitting down, listen to something. Yeah. Paint some nerds. I discovered about myself that I some people enjoy painting. Yes. Right? And I wouldn't say that I don't, but I enjoy it. I think you've got to find out what you enjoy about yep. painting and really sort of like work on that. Yeah, yep. Because I've noticed that when I sat down, I used to have Skitari, um, sorry, Adeptus Mechanicus. Oh, yes. Some Rangers and spray, prayed, sprayed them all, sprayed and prayed <laughs> uh, in black or like a dark gray. Yep. And I wanted to paint the inside of the coats orange. And it took me, I reckon, five thin coats to get a nice smooth orange yeah the orange was second to none it looked phenomenal it, it was did. the best coat looked fantastic it was smooth it was great it was over black so it took me so long yeah and anyway, it took me about five hours to do the inside of 10 dudes coats yeah and that's when i learned a lot about myself <laughs> because i would get so disheartened i would look at it and go i spent five hours 
and I've done the inside of 10, 10 model yep. capes, yep. whatever you want to call them. That's maybe, maybe it'll take me five hours to do the rest of the model. Yeah. F- fantastic. I'm halfway through one tenth of my potential army. Yeah. And I would just go, what on earth am and I doing? And you've got five, you're five hours down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what am I even, I can't, I can't, I can't fathom putting that much work into an army yep. that I might end up playing and actually on the tabletop, not enjoy that much. Or, yeah, yeah. You know? Or then it I might, goes in the cabinet and yeah. you, or you sell it, whatever. Or the, or the the things I'm painting become so trash in the meta by the time I'm done. Yeah, they don't, they don't the, see the tabletop. No, no. Yeah. Not competitively. So I, no. I realized I'm a gamer. I like playing the game. Mm-hmm. So what is painting to me? It's, yeah. it's getting it out quickly, but looking good. Yeah. So that people come up and go... Yeah, it looks fine. It's as long as it looks good on the table. That's, that's it. That's my theory. Yeah, it's cool. Like, you know, you can see some highlights. You can you can deter. You can tell the difference between their armor and their weapons. Yeah, you're halfway there, and that's it's so much better to play a game against painted models oh, than yeah. it is grey plastic. I can't stand or even black plastic. I, I don't I don't care about playing against yeah grey plastic because you know that person they might just be so happy to have that army on the table. True, good for true. them. But for me. I can't stand to put grey plastic on the table. Yeah. I can't stand it. Yeah. All my dudes to be painted. Yeah. So I get great joy out of finishing a model quickly and having it look good. Yeah. You know, like a 6.5 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a 7 if I, on a good day. Yeah. So I've painted more, I reckon, in the last month yeah. than I have ever. I reckon, yeah. I'd be Every close, day anyways. you're saying, like, I've done this, I've done that. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's like one, one plague, plague rat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, down. yeah. yeah. And that model's tabletop. I think they look a high level decent. tabletop too. Yeah. And I can spend more. T- I actually really like highlighting, like getting a little fine tip, yeah, fine detail brush, yep. Yep. and just hitting the edges. Yep. Um, putting a little bit of like where light touches on the metals. It makes it pop. I like doing that stuff. I'll spend time on that. Yep. But I'll pump out the rest of the model. Yeah. So yeah. I think finding your groove is important too. Absolutely. If you like painting these high detail minis, but you also like playing. Yep. And you find, you know, maybe elite armies are for you. Yeah. You take your time Custodies, on those models. Yeah. You've got six six models or, set or or ten models on the table. Yeah. There's a lot of armies in both Sigma, Legion, um, the other one, 40K, <laughs> where you can go to the table with, well, Legion's even easier. The point, you know, the models are naturally low. Yeah. But in the other two systems, you can be rocking 30, 30 models yeah. as an army. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's for you. Or maybe you like, Painting, yeah, whatever. It's it's good to find your groove and yeah. identify which part of painting you enjoy. Maybe you're just one of those people that love painting. You don't care. I enjoy painting. I wouldn't say you're I love it. Yeah, I wouldn't say I love it, but I I do enjoy it. And like, I'm happy because I work shift. I get heaps of time where like, you know, the girlfriend's at work. I yep. can just sit at home and just paint models. Like That's if it. I'm on night shift, I get up like twelve o'clock. Yeah, lunchtime. Yeah, I start work for six hours. Mm. I'll sit there and paint. I'll put something on to listen to, like a podcast or a YouTube video or Netflix or whatever. Yeah. If it's something I've seen, I'll just sit there and listen to it. I, I don't like watching something while I paint because I feel like I'm not doing, I'm either like focusing too much on the model, not paying enough attention to what I'm watching or yeah. or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. That's so why we're here, homie. That's, yeah. 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 Put us on, crack a beer, paint some models. That's us. Yeah. Hopefully you're listening to us while you're painting some models, maybe. Yeah. Um, crying in the shower, yeah. whatever you know, whatever the perfect Tuesday night is to Dude, you. That's right. Everyone's a good Tuesday night. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I, I enjoy it. Don't love it. Yeah, but I enjoy it. I 
everyone loves gaming more. I, I, I don't, I've never met someone who likes painting more than they do gaming. I think that's because those people... Don't go out? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they get a lot of satisfaction from painting their stuff at home, posting it online, yeah. showing their friends. You yeah. know, They're not necessarily at the places that we would go to. It's true. Because those boys are there playing games. Yeah. You know? The time they're there, they could be at home painting. Yeah. I, I, th- I think I've met one or two. Yeah? Yeah. 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 I reckon they, they buy one of the Mortarian or Magnus or something. True. Just, a piece like that. Oh, yeah. What a, what a piece. Yeah. That's when you get your money's worth out of it. It is. When you it, sit down there and you just yeah. pour hours into it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'd spray the bitch in red <laughs> and throw it on the table and yeah. be like, let's, let's see if I can blow some stuff That's up. That's Magnus, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I definitely would encourage people to try and find out because that's, a bit, yeah, I was discouraged for a long time. Didn't yeah. paint for ages. Yeah. And finding out what my groove was yeah. help, has helped me so much. And but that's can- all it was. I was just sitting down and thinking, well, what do I like about painting? Or what do I like about, you know, yeah. hobby? And how can I get painting to get me there? You yeah, know? yeah. So You yeah. can't let things discourage you, though, as well. Like, nah. you know, everyone will compare themselves to what they see on the box mm-hmm. or to what they see on Reddit or, like, on Facebook if you're in one of those painting groups. Yeah, some people post stuff and it's just phenomenal. Like it's you just, great. you're blown away by it. Like it's their models are better than what's on the box. Yeah, for di- yeah, right. And like you go, oh man, my my whatever's never gonna look that good. Yeah, not in twenty years. Yeah, but you sort of got to take it is like you paint something that's yours. Yeah, no one else has that. Yeah, man, art. That's it. <laughs> and like you gotta you gotta find that. This is mine. I'm proud of this. I know I'm not the best, and I know what never will be. Yeah. But I like it. I'm happy with it. It looks good. Yeah. That's what you got to get to. Yeah. And once once you get there, that's cool. Like, I'd say I'm nearly there. Like, I look at something, I go, I like that. Mm. Uh, I know it's not the best. Mm. I know if I post it on Reddit, I'll get like 20 upvotes. Hey man, it's but not bad. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not expecting to to be winning, like, yeah. Adepticon's painting competition or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. I've started to look at models on the box art or I had to actually unfollow a hashtag I was following, which is painting minis on oh, Instagram. Oh, yeah. Because I would see them and I'm like, they're just so good. Yeah. And I was getting disheartened. Yeah. But I have started to get to that phase where I'm like, even if I had the time and the skill to paint that, yeah. I probably would choose not to. Yeah. Because that would take me, some of them, we saw a guy that painted this phenomenal top pivot of a dune crawler. Oh, and yeah. Had Adeptus Mechanicus dune crawler. It was phenomenal. It had yep. Its wet blending was insane. Yep. It was purple and blue and shiny, and you could almost see a reflection in it. And he said it took him 30 hours. Yeah. And that was for about an eighth of the model, oh, which is, again, insane. a tenth of the thing. So even yep. if I had that time, he enjoys painting yep. quite clearly. Whereas I, I just think of all those hours I could paint a 2,000-point army yeah. decently yeah. and get it on the table. Hours you probably That's what I would choose could. to do. Yeah. yeah. Have a whole army done or like a quarter of a model. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. Most so, people would weigh it up. Try and find your groove. That's, yep. uh, that's a big part. Yep. Um, also, finding your paints help. Mm-hmm. Not that you'll find yourself when you're painting. I never thought I'd be the, the kind of person that had anything other than GW paints. Yeah. Because well, I was like, yeah. these do the job. Yeah, that's right. Now I got everything, man. Yeah, a bit of everything. Yeah, I got, I got salt and pepper everywhere. Yeah, I got yep. um, GW, Vallejo. Yep. I got Mig ammo by Mig Gimenez. Oh yeah, I got a few Mig paints. Yeah. Oh man, I love Mig paints. Yep. 
not only that, but in but in in those ranges, I've got oh, and I've got uh, Army Painter. And, yep. You know, a little collection of everything. Yeah. And in each of those collections, I have Game Color from Vallejo, Model Air. Yep. Um, all all the different types. Yeah. Yep. Um, my favorites by far are well contrast paints, but also anything that's airbrush ready. Yes. Yep. Because it's already thinned. Yep. And for me, someone that's so busy all the time, this is another part of finding my groove, I suppose, is sitting down, making my wet palette, thinning out my paints, and then finally applying it and making sure I got the right, you know, um, consistency. Consistency. How do you um, find using air paints on your wet palette? No. So No good? Great, great question. Um, no good. Yeah. Oh, it depends, right? So with with airbrush, so for those of you who don't know, <laughs> there's two different types of palettes that you can typically. There's two different types of palettes you can use for painting. Yeah, wet and dry. Yeah. So a dry palette is basically just your standard palette, which can be literally. I've used everything. Oh, I've people used use sandwich like, bags. Yeah, takeaway containers, like yeah. the lid of a takeaway container. Yeah, it's basically anything that doesn't have like dirt or anything on it. You can just put your yeah. paint on. And something that the misses won't like tear you a new one if you. Use yeah, or if you're brave, something that the missus will tell you a new one, <laughs> yeah, if but won't discovered for six months. <laughs> um, so yeah, the top of Tupperware containers, yep. anything you know, yeah, anything that's yeah. plastic, metal, whatever. For my dry palette, I like to use the top of a like Chinese takeaway container. I'll like, grab you know, the rectangle there. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to buy ones. those um, uh, GW palette pads. Oh, yeah. for like thirteen bucks for like Duncan used to man. You, pages. Had, you had to. Oh, and you have to have a fresh one every time. You have to. <laughs> yeah. What if some of that paint? Over in that far corner, <laughs> touches your paint. Nah, no, miss, you can't have miss it. Miss me with that shit. Yeah, I don't want my reds <laughs> with my blues. Hell no. Yeah, new pad, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, used to, used to use them. So, so those are dry palettes. They're just your conventional palette. But in- that involves putting the paint on there and then applying water to that paint to thin it. Yes, which can be it can be tricky because every single time you mix that up and it will dry mm. quickly too mm-hmm. matter of like five minutes you might have to mix up some more yeah it's a matter of getting that consistency right every single time yeah yeah which um, is which it, it's tricky it can be especially when like it's different for base paints layer paints absolutely because layer paints are thinner yeah I, I used to paint out of the pot when I first started <laughs> because I'm like how am I going to mix this? Yeah, I know. How am I going to mix this up every single time and get it right? Yeah. And then I started doing it. I'm like, oh, okay, this is all right. And then one day, Rory, right? Yeah, yeah. Painting, painting for like five minutes. Yep. He's like, dude, use a wet palette. And I'm like, nah. Wet, Actually, I remember that. Palette? Yeah, we're all sitting in your yeah, house, your yeah, old house. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, nah. And then one day I did it. Yeah. Oh man, game changer. I'd never go back. Game changer. Couldn't go back for a million bucks. Wow. It is a game changer. Wow. Yeah. So, basically, explain dry palettes, right? Let's explain wet palettes. Yeah, do it, man. Hit it. Yeah. So. A wet palette can Wrong. Be- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> I can't keep going for this. <laughs> I'm done. No, a wet palette can be however you sort of make it. Um, some people say this is the right way. Some people say this is the wrong way. You can buy them basically pre-made. All you have to do is add water. Yeah. I know Army Painter sell one. They yep. have pretty good things about it. Yep. I was going to get one, but haven't. Yeah. I use a tiny little Tupperware container with a, like, with a lid with yep. like locks that lock it shut. Keeps it dry, keeps it wet. Right. Um, That's what you do too. You keep yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Mine stays wet for like days. Yeah. And the p- paint will sometimes thin too much, so I'll put fresh stuff on there. But the yeah, water yeah. in the palette actually stays wet. So I use some paper towel. Some people use a sponge, whatever, whatever works for you. Yeah. And I use baking paper. Yeah. 
So it's a good waxy finish on it. Yeah, yeah. but what, it also it allows the water to actually come through the paper, but not too much. Not too much. Yeah. The paint has something in it which actually attracts water, which yeah. helps it thin. Yeah. So it sucks the water through the baking paper mm. and, al- and almost has it at a perfect mixture all the time. Yeah. Over like like I said, after the next day, sometimes my paints are too thin. Yeah. And you can tell straight away because they like separate and they change color. Yeah. Um, you can mix them up, but then, like I said, they're they're way too thin. So yeah, I'll um I'll make up my palette. I'll I only use a small one. Like it's probably like oh, if you're looking at your phone right now, it's probably like half the size of your screen. If you've got like a, a sort of a current phone, yeah, it's like half the size of your phone. It's yep. tiny, but it's perfect because I just yep. put a little bit of red in there. If I need more, I'll put a little bit more in there. Yeah, because you need bugger all really. Yeah, you're not it goes a long way. Paint. It yeah. does. It goes a long way. Um, it's a good way of keeping it. And, and the reason we use, or people use wet palettes is because, like you said, because it attracts the moisture from the water underneath, Yeah. not only does it not dry as fast, so you don't have that issue. Yeah, dr- it lasts on, hours. It lasts hours. So you can keep going back to the same paint pool instead yeah. of keep, keep getting it out of your pot and putting yeah. it on the dry If you're palette. doing highlighting, and like you're, let's say you're doing an assembly line, mm. so you've base coated everything. Yeah, you're going along doing like let's say gold details, right? Yeah, and all you've got is like a chain and a hilt of a sword on each guy. Yeah, so you can do that on the first one, next one, and then like normally by the time you've done the first and second model, that paint's dry in the dry palette. Yeah, yeah in the yep. dry palette. So you're back again mixing it up. Yeah, you could do ten guys, you could do a hundred guys, I reckon, and it would still be wet. Yeah, if there's yeah. less paint in there. Yeah, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, um, it also just makes it easier to mix as well because you kind of just like. Yep. Drag it along the paper, yeah, and that absorbs more it does. moisture. Yeah, so yeah, you can sort of thin it there as you go. Yeah, it's one of those things you kind of have to. You try it, and you see the results straight away. It's like the basic premise is it's got a sponge on the bottom layer, some sort of thin paper with a waxy kind of finish. Baking paper. It's parchment basically paper. Yeah, baking paper, parchment. That's you can it. go to art stores and actually buy parchment paper, which is what everyone recommends. There you go. I'll tell you what, I've never used it. I've never needed to use it. Baking yeah. paper is sweet for me. Yeah. But if you want to get parchment, yeah, do. go hit it. You do you And fan. then you paint straight on, straight out of the pot, straight onto the palette. Yep. And usually, that's all you need. Yeah. You don't need to apply extra water. No. It's got all the moisture in underneath. But if you do, you can. Yeah. Just apply the tiniest bit as yeah, opposed to the other. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. You, just YouTube it. That's what we did. Yep. There's so many good wet palette videos. Um. The only thing that the only deterrent so the pros and cons are both, right? Wet palette takes much longer to set up. Yeah, it does. It takes a few minutes to set up. Yeah, yeah. And especially if you haven't painted for a little while, you might need to like change your baking paper, put more water in there. Yeah. So you do take time there. Yeah. If you have to set it up from scratch, you have to go find Oh yeah, from scratch it does take a little while. Yeah, which is what I have to do what I had to do every time because I painted so infrequently. Yeah. I also didn't seal it. So yeah, basically yeah. every session it was just done. Yeah. Um, which is fine, but yeah, that's still minutes. Yeah. Um, whereas obviously a dry palette, if you grabbed a container lid yeah. or a plastic sandwich bag or top whatever. Of the, top of the table. Top of the table. <laughs> yeah. It's there ready. Yeah. You can go straight away. Oh yeah. Um, but again, the time that you save from using a dry palette is lost in the amount of paint that you yeah. lose because it dries out quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is a big deterrent because it's one of those things when I'm painting or when I was painting, I had to think about it. I was like, look, I've got half an hour before I have to go to my next netball game, football game, meeting, whatever. Yeah. Two minutes or three minutes, i got to get the dry, the wet palette ready. 
put my paint on it, thin it out. Before you know, you've lost like 15 minutes of your painting. 10, yeah. 15 yeah. minutes of your painting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was just another barrier. Um, however, you asked earlier about air paints um, or thinner paints in general, yeah. glazes, washes on a wet palette. Yeah. Wouldn't recommend no. it. No. It's too much. It's too thin. It doesn't yeah. actually, you can apply it and it will either just go on like slight, like a, a glaze almost. Yeah. Um, slightly cut a watercolor. Yeah. Basically. Um, or it won't adhere properly at all. Yeah, and it pulls and, and yeah. does horrible stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's not good for that. No. Um, if you've got air paints or whatever, the benefit of those and why I love them is they're basically straight out the pot. Yeah, yeah. They're already thinned. Yeah. They're thin enough to go through an airbrush. That's the goal of them. Yeah. So typically they're thin enough. I mean, it varies brand to brand. Yeah. But I've found for the brands I've used, they're thin enough just to go out of the pot onto the model. That's the only time I've ever used a dry palette since discovering wet palettes. Yep. Is when I want to put those thinner paints from a dropper bottle Straight onto on something yeah. so that I can throw it onto the model quickly. Yeah, yeah. That's the only time. Otherwise, I've always used wet palettes. Yeah. Um, so I don't find them... Yeah, I would never use a wet palette. Although I've heard people that do real smooth blends. Okay. That, you know, do eight coats of a blue and then a lighter blue. Or yeah. They want, or they yeah. want to slowly, like, fade in a color. Yeah. They'll use thinned paints on a wet palette. Yeah. Get that real liquidy kind of thing to, to help with their blends. Another thing that wet palettes are phenomenal for are wet blends. Yes. Because you can like almost preload them. Yeah. Say you got your wet palette in front of you and you want to go from white to blue. You put the white up one end, the blue up the other, and then you start mixing in between. And you've just got this smooth transition almost on your palette. Yeah. But again, you can see all these kind of stuff in phenomenal wet palette glide. Glides? Glides. <laughs> I mean, your paintbrush just glides across that wet <laughs> yeah. palette, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So many good guides. We, we may be using some terminology that you're not familiar with, like wet blending is a prime example, although you True. did pretty much explain it. True. It's it's basically, it's the process of blending two colours together while they are both wet on the miniature. Mm. You'll see people do it, like, for instance, for shadows, for, like, severe shadows, heavy shadows. Mm. They may start with, like, a black, and they'll mm. do it in their recess. They'll apply their normal blue or whatever on next to it, and then while the brush is wet, while the paints are wet, they'll mix it up in between. Yeah, they'll get water and yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's a it's tough to do on a model. It's very tough because it's qu- you gotta be quick. You gotta be quick. You'll be really quick because the paint's gonna dry. Yeah, some people use things like paint, like retardant, to slow it down. Yes. Um, some people say you don't need to. I think everyone has their own experience. In yeah, and uh, this is just my experience. And I tried wet blending a little bit on like my Harlequin. I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you did a really good job. Thank you. Um, I definitely agree with people that say retardant helps because that's all I was lacking. Yeah. I felt like yeah. was just time. Yeah. It started to dry and I would get a real nice wet blend going, but I would have those lines from when you move half dried paint Yes, and it would ruin the whole thing. That's not what you want to do. So I, I thought maybe, yeah, maybe like a, a retardant of some kind yeah. would have helped significantly, but I've never actually used one. Yeah. Um, good thing about, I showed you a little tricky, uh, speedy. Contrast paint wet blend that worked out so well. Oh yeah, purple to blue. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was just straight out the pot, and because those, um, they're what do you call it? They're thinner. Yep. They're wetter. Yeah. They are more wet. <laughs> um, it was really easy to do those blends. Yep. So that was fun. I've never actually done wet blending. Yeah, yeah. It's a little secret it's, there. It's it's tricky. Yeah. Certainly, like with my airbrush, I would only if I had the choice, I would only ever use the airbrush to do those kind of blends. Yeah. 
because of but sometimes you don't have the choice they're in difficult parts that you can't quite get the airbrush into yeah or, yeah without any overspray and that sort of stuff yeah exactly yeah so yeah so what paints have we used i have almost exclusively used gw stuff <laughs> look at this guy <laughs> i know what a right? fanboy i know but spit on your wet palette. Yeah, <laughs> I um I've used uh, Mig. I used Mig on my Orcs for Warhammer Underworlds. Oh yeah, for, with an airbrush with your airbrush actually. Did you? Yeah, there you the, go. the green skin. Yeah, phenomenal. Came on beautifully. Looks good. There you go. I've used Flames of War paints, which I think is just rebranded. Um, <gasps> oh, what are they? They're, are they? Army Painter or Vallejo? It's, it's well, like, I don't know. It's basically one paint, but it's like rebranded with, right, their, okay. with their labels on it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're black. I use Abaddon Black. Gone. Out the door, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Missed me with that shit. Oh, I am dear. all about there. This Flames of War Flames Black. Flames of War Black. There you yeah, go. That's which is black. called just black. Yeah. Okay. And it's in like a bullet shaped dropper bottle. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, it's, it's not as satin as the. Um, as the GW one is okay, so it's more so it's more matte, right? Which I'm I like the finish of it more. Okay, it goes on kind of the same. Mm-hmm. I'll 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 say props to dropper bottles over the GW style, yeah. Pot any yeah. day of the week. Yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it that they they chose to? Go, I'm sure there's yeah. a reason. I'm oh, I don't know. I'm sure, man. someone but out there, you know, it's is it's like, different to everybody else. Yeah, it's you yeah. recognize that pot if it were empty. With no label on it, it was washed out completely. Yeah, you'd know that pot straight away. Yeah, I would because of how many times I've <laughs> knocked it over or fucking the paint's gone down the back of the pot. Oh, or, and the cut doesn't shut properly. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yes, I do recognise those pots. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's them. So I yeah, pretty much, I've got nearly every GW colour. I tried to count them once. I had like hundred and hundred and thirty or something like that. Yeah. I got dries, I got glazes, I got layers, I got bases, I got everything. One thing I, I'm just trying to think shades. in my head. Oh, shades. Oh, shades. Got shades. Oh, the shades. So, best shades? Oh, you got to go Null Null and Agrax any day of the week. See, first of all, I love Agrax. Yeah. That's my go-to. Yeah. Love it. Brown wash. But, oh, there's nothing I would rather choose than soft or dark tone from Army Painter. Oh, yeah. So good. Dark so good. tone is there, like black wash, yeah, like null oil. Well, I think dark tone. I feel like it's between Agrax and null. Okay. And I feel like their light tone is closer to seraphim. Seraphim sepia, sepia but yeah. It's a little bit more muted. Yeah. If I could put it in words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I love them both. They're just great. I've wanted to try their washes. Yeah, man. But man, I got like. Four bottles of Agrax. I don't yeah. know why I just keep buying them. I just do. That's like your go-to? Yeah. Like, do you need like, paint? Oh, no. I don't know if I've got Agrax. Yeah. <laughs> Something about Agrax. What was it? Do I have too many? No, I think it's that I've not got enough. Not enough. Yeah, let's get another one. Yeah. No, yeah. Fourth bottle. You can't, but you can't really go wrong with it. Like, yeah. I the wanted shades. to try their other shades. G-Dub shades are good. They are good. i got, again, nearly every color. Green, red. Yeah. Anyone I don't think I have is yellow shade because I don't paint yellow. Yeah. Ever. I, I actually use a lot of that. Contrast for shades now. Okay. Kind of like. So, what, over a base color? Yeah, 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 yeah sometimes. Yeah. Interesting. Um, sometimes I'll throw it on the wet palette and yep. it makes itself a shade almost. So, there you go. Yeah. I might try that with my, instead of using my Carryberg Crimson, I might try that with the old Flesh Terror Red. Yeah, it's good if you want to get a deeper color. Yeah, you know? right. It's basically, it's not applying two coats of a shade. It also dries quicker. Yeah. Which is 
Sometimes great oh, man. for a Sometimes shave. Sometimes those shades take forever to dry. Yes, I'd give them like 45 minutes sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You nearly need to do 10 in a row, then maybe the first one's done. If you're lucky. Or like do five and then walk away. And Yeah, do 10, go have a shower. <laughs> yeah. Have, make dinner. Go to bed, yeah. wake up in the morning, they might be dry. So that's 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 been a big reason why I picked the contrast a couple of times. Yep. Throw them on the palette. Wet I'll try it. That's interesting. I've never even thought about doing that. Yeah, yeah it's good. I always use like, I'll either use contrast exclusively for like the whole like, layer, like from... From primer to done, yeah, or I won't use it at all. Yeah, like, okay. I've never tried to mix it up. Interesting. I found it's been a staple in my. It's a hybrid for me now. It was exclusively yeah. what I used, um, but you can't like you can't do metals. They no, say you, you can. No, you can't. It's right. They say you can. I yeah. don't know. I I I'm not. Again, this comes down to me like not taking time with things. I'm not going to do N- NMM. Yeah, non-metallic metal. Yeah. yeah, maybe you could with the grey, but like, yeah, it's going to take you a while and yeah. practice. Yeah. And Never I, tried it either. Whereas I have found my newest love is the Vallejo Airbrush Metallic range. Yeah. Oh, man, the gunmetal and chrome, that combo is phenomenal. Yeah. So I go gunmetal, like this is for like my everything. But the gunmetal is already thinned down. Yeah. So I can just slap it on. A piece of plastic, anything. Oh yeah. Slap a thin coat on five models. It's dry. Go back to a second quick coat. Yeah. I feel like it's contrast. Uh, not contrast <laughs> in that it it shades itself. Yeah. Metals aren't supposed to. No. You know, not not like the other paints do. But I think it's contrast in how quick it is. Yeah. Yeah. To use okay. those paints. You know, I throw soft tone or agrax or even skeleton like a uh, skeleton bone thinned down. Yep. As a wash. Yep. Over that. Hit the chrome on the edges. I find it it looks better. It handles better. Interesting. I'm never gonna touch lead belcher and rune fang steel again. Oh, big. Never. You know I love those. <laughs> yeah. I'm never gonna touch them again. Oh, big. The the rust that they've got as well, and the coppers and the gold. It's just phenomenal. I need to get me some of these. Man, we gotta have a paint search. I'll let you. I'll let you play around. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Is, the fact that they're in a dropper bottle is sick as well. But true. Already is, thinned down. Is Vallejo the one that makes? I always see painting videos on YouTube. I always see people use, I think it's called high silver or something like that. Mm. It's like the equivalent of like, is it Stormhost silver, the GW one? You know that, like the top yeah, tier yeah, yeah. silver. It's like a, like a white lid. Yes, it's that Stormhost. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. 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 that's my go-to for highlighting metal, right? Okay. It's, I don't use um, Rune Fang. I just go Lead Belcher, yeah. Nuln, yeah. Stormhost. Yeah, okay. People always use this one. I think, I think it's called high. Oh no, Quicksilver. Right. Quicksilver. That's the one I keep hearing, and I'm like, that might be army paint. I, I don't this. actually know. I don't have my phone on me. Yeah. I can't fact check you. True. True. I want. Yeah. I want to try that so, particular one. I would recommend to people that are like me and Shane, where you start off exclusively GW. If you're sitting there going, I wouldn't use anything else. Give it a try. You got to try it. Give it a try. You got to try. First it. of all, I don't want to discredit GW's colors. Some of them are just insane. Oh, you Phenomenal. can't. A lot of them you can't be. Are they reds, man? Second to none. Second to one, in my opinion. Oh, big. Oh, in my opinion. Big. The red from MIG is the best red, in yeah. my opinion, that I've ever used. Oh, oh, oh it's like so candy what? apple. The fist and red at the door? Any red out the door. Oh. I would rather add white, cream, dark colors to this red and make my own red yeah. than use any other red. Some of the MIG are absolutely bangers. They've yeah. got a duck, red, a duck egg green. That isn't like any other color. Okay. I threw it on my crute once and I was like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. <laughs> to the point where, knowing everything you know about me now, yep. listeners, I would rather paint these guys by hand 
<laughs> with duck egg green, layering it up as many times as I need to, doing yep. highlights, then just slap Militarum green. That's big. On the model, which looks great. It's like the crude color. Yeah. The Militarum, Militarum green That's the contrast. contrast. Yeah, yeah, I got that one. Slap that over, a thick coat over a crude, yep. it's done. Yeah. You snake bite leather over yep. the top of that if you want. Boom. You got yourself a model. I would rather go duck egg green, do the full process. Wow. Over my 600 crude army or whatever wow. it is. <laughs> I just love that color. So they've got a few colors, MIG, that I've thrown on the palette and gone, I just want to build an army around this color. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's big. So It's real big. And and that's why I encourage people, you might find these gems. Yep. Oh, I haven't used them, but I've seen them. Privateer pre- Press Paints, oh, P3, P3 Paints. P3, P3, yeah. My goodness. That's one of the staples up there that people just yeah. froth. Yeah. G-dubs, Vallejo, P3. Try a few different things. Yeah. That's what I would recommend. If you've got some color ranges and you're like, oh, I really need to get some greens. Yeah. It's funny, in painting, I thought when you started out, I was like, I need to get this specific green. I need a dark green. No, you need greens. Yeah. You need the dark, you need the light, you need the the well, you know, the muted one. Man, when I started painting, it was like, you have to buy these three greens. Yeah. These three reds, these yep. three purples. Yeah. This is the three that you have to get. Mm. Every single time I went in that shop. Yeah. Oh, thinking about painting this color, bam, bam, bam. These three you need. You I need was like, them. okay. If you say so. If you say so. I'll... Oh, okay. <laughs> How much are they each? Six yeah. bucks? Yeah, no. Like, Done. All right, give me those three. And what other color? Oh, this color? Yep, these three. Yep. It's like, oh, damn. Like, yeah. if, you're, if your local game store sells different brands of paints, do not be scared to try them. Yeah. Do not be scared. Start with some safe colors if you have to. Yeah. I'd say duck egg green's pretty out there. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> I don't really realize how crazy it sounds until yeah. you say duck egg green. I'd start with just safe reds and yeah. that. Yep. And then one day you'll find your duck egg green. Yeah, you will find duck egg green. That's my, that's my prayer for all you listeners out there, that you find your duck egg green. Yeah. Um, but duck egg green by me. <laughs> Worth a shot. I gotta see this duck egg green. I gotta. I might have it in the car. Oh, that's. <laughs> I carry it everywhere. <laughs> you never know when someone's gonna ask me about duck yeah, egg green. Yeah. Got a color swatch in your wallet. Yeah. It's like, yep. Here's yeah, duck egg yeah. green. Yeah. You know, when you go into those tailors and they've got like all the different samples yeah. of the different fabrics. Yeah. I just got duck egg green. You go to Bunnings and there's like in the paint section they got like hundreds of different these cards like color cards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like just one color, just duck egg. They green. go to my aisle. I've just got duck egg green. Yeah. Everything's duck egg green. Yeah. You'll see me walking down the street. I'll pull it out of my pocket, hold it up next to like something that I think it would dramatically improve <laughs> yeah. the aesthetics of, and I'll go, hmm, yeah. And then put it back in my That's pocket. That's why your neighbors don't like you, man, because you're telling them to paint their house duck egg green. They should. <laughs> That's not me. That's them. They need to. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So like, my go-to's now are it's such it's so diverse. Basically, for my game colors, my my normal colors, because I have so many. Yeah. Stick with the G dubs. Yeah. Just for like. I've got so many. I'm the same. I think I probably was, as I get through them, like wear them out, I'll probably start replacing them with different colors. Yeah. There are still a few. Some of the oranges are just phenomenal. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's it. You might have, you might find you really like the oranges and the greens from GW. Yeah. Duck egg greens from <laughs> You might find, and this is what I've got. So those two colors from GW. Yeah. Blues from GW. Blues are solid. Although yeah. P3 apparently have some insane blues. Okay. I sound like a crazy person. You do. <laughs> You're mental, man. Yeah. Talking about these different colors. How can someone have different colors? You know, you just, it's to you, different colors are aesthetically pleasing. Yep. Um, so it is what it is. Yeah. You might yeah. like the shades from Army Painter. Yep. You might like the metallics from Vallejo Model Air. Yeah. Um, who Mix knows? it up. Like, yeah, man. if you see any, like, I wouldn't say pro painter, but YouTube painter. Yeah. 
they're not going to use exclusive on on brand unless it's, unless it's Duncan. Yeah, from GW. But Duncan can make it. Duncan could grab a piece of bark outside. Yeah. Paint a model with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. He'll crush it up, mix some water with it, make a yeah, paint. And absolutely. Then, and That's then... what he's doing now. He's <laughs> not allowed to use the GW paint oh, anymore. No. <laughs> not for free. He's making his own range. Out of bark. <laughs> Stay tuned <laughs> for Duncan's new range. Yeah. 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 They, they always use a mixture. I, I can't yeah. think of anyone that will exclusively use just one paint brand. Yeah. That's not promoting <laughs> something. Which when I remember when I was a new painter, it was so annoying. Yeah, yeah. It's because, like, like, you don't have all don't these have, available. Yeah. yeah. It's like, just tell me what it is in GW. I've only got a GW. <laughs> yeah. And that's a, that's a good thing. All of these ranges, if you've only got access to that, they've yeah. got all the paints. They do. So and, you yeah. can make them work. That's right. It doesn't have to be the exact same red you see the painter using. No. They're using MIG red, whatever it's called. Your Mephiston red is going to be good. fine. Yeah, it is. Or, yeah. you know, like, you don't have to... Follow them to the T. No. Or if they're using only GW paints. Yes. And you've got a mixture. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Big yeah. thing, that was a big thing for me. I was like, they, the guy, the video guide says to do this yellow. Yeah. I have to go this, this, and this. Yep. I need to go buy those three yellows. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I did. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, you know what? I probably didn't. I wish more people would explain why they choose colors and things yep. like that. They say... I use these three yellows because they're a warmer yellow. Yeah, yeah. So if there's a, a thing in your range like this from Vallejo or this from Mig or whatever, yeah, those will work fine too. Or add some orange to your bright yellow and you'll get a warmer well, yellow. Well, you'll, you know? s- you'll see people talking about, um, oh, jeez, I've just had a blank. What's it called? Uh, dark the, egg green. Dark egg green. <laughs> <laughs> no, the color, um, the color wheel. Yeah. You've seen color those? Theory? Color theory. Color theory, yeah. yeah. Like... These are like these are warm colors. These are cold colors. These colors complement each other. Yeah, that's a big thing. Like any red will complement. I don't know color theory, but the, the opposing well, color. That's right? why you haven't no, needed to. No. What's on the opposite of red? Doesn't matter. <laughs> red. More red. red. More red. <laughs> yeah. No oil. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would do if you're a new painter. Um, look up color theory. Look up color theory. Yeah. Shane, look yeah, up color, yeah, yeah, yeah. color theory. <laughs> look up a wet palette guide. Yeah. And maybe do. Different colors from different ranges. Yep. Try the blue from GW, the green from MIG. Yep. If you have access to it. Otherwise, yep. just grab what you can. Get what you can. Get what you can. Take what you can get. Take what you can get. But we, we s- have the internet now. Yeah. And all these things, only recently, actually, have we been able to get MIG as easily. At a click of a button, dude. P3. Yeah. Click of a button. Click yeah. of a button. So that's good. But, that, I mean, that's tricky, too, because you can't see it. Yeah. I've gone into a lot of, or I've seen on a lot of sites. And but I've even gone, then, though, you're buying a paint, it looks different to the color... Like, it the does. bottom of the pot looks different to how it's it looks dece- on the model. deceitful, the it bottom is. of the pot. Yeah. And this is something Vallejo, one of my favorite brands, is terrible at. Yep. The And this might be just me, because they've got their little color swatch. Oh, yeah. But it goes from dark to light, and I'm like, where so is where it? is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which one is it? <laughs> and I get that they're, like, oh. trying to show you the different... It could be any of these, dude. Yeah, 50-50. <laughs> could be dark, could be light. Yeah. You know. Anyways... So, have a bit of a play around. Yeah. Don't be scared to try different colours. Yep. Um, let's, let's, we've done wood palettes, painting. Uh, airbrush? I could dabble a little yeah. bit. Yeah, let's if tell us about airbrushing. If you're thinking about airbrushing, you're going to get a lot of different advice. So, and first of all, I don't want to make you feel like I'm a good airbrusher by any means. However, I've managed to get some good results. Yes, you have. I can definitely base... And I can definitely do a, like a nice highlight on the base model. This is definitely your department because I've airbrushed like twice. Okay. And one of which was 
a Sherman tank. Yeah. And I one of which as well. was yeah. orc skin. Green. Airbr- so Both green. The same, yeah. Both green. Same there greens, dude. Yeah. So there you go. I'll airbrush greens all day, every day. Yep. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I'm not bad at airbrushing. You know what? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Fuck you, Shane. I'm okay at airbrushing. I don't care what you say. You're the airbrush man. All right. So what I did is I used it originally as like a zenithal highlight tool. For those okay. of you who don't know what a zenithal highlight is, it's where you, when you're undercoating the model, you do like, you, you say you prime it in black, you undercoat it in black. Black, yep. And then you do like a top-down angle of a yep. lighter colour. Yep. Not necessarily white, could be a light grey, could be an off-white, and whatever. And only a top-down angle because top that's down. It creates sun, the shadows. The sun is at its zenith, which is highest point. Yes, exactly. That's why it's called zenithal highlighting. So you'll notice that, say you've got, let's pretend you've got a space marine, you'll find that head, shoulders, knees and toes <laughs> is, all, is all highlighted. <laughs> but like under its arms... Uh, and in the darker spots, they're still black from yeah. when you did that original. And they complete... may only be very, very slightly mm. highlighted by by the overspray or whatever. Yeah, exactly. It kind of yeah. creates a shade for you. It so does. Then it when creates you go... a natural sort of transition. Exactly. That's what I was looking for. Transition. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So then when you paint over it with lighter, not lighter colors, but with colors, yeah. it comes through underneath. It does. Because you're painting the same blue on a dark black yep. part. As well as you are on the top lighter part. Yeah. So that blue changes, for example. So I was doing a lot of that with it. Yep. Um, but I was doing that. I would paint them. I would undercoat them black, and then I'll try and create that same effect just with the colors. Okay. So yeah, I would start yeah. with duck egg green, for example. <laughs> and it's easy in an airbrush. Yeah. Because you can start with your color. Let's say red. Duck egg green. Oh, duck egg green. <laughs> yeah. And then you can add. Maybe you want to build it all the way up to white. Yep. So then you airbrush the parts you want to be duck egg. You add a little bit of white while it's still in the pot. Yeah, mix it up. It. Yep. Mix it up. Do a bit of backflow. Yo, gangster gumbo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then you go over the the next layer. Yep. Um, then you add a bit more white and you slowly bring it all the way up. And then you just do like the tiniest little bit of white. Yep. It's just great for those smooth transitions because you're going sort of you're slowly building up the color to white. Yep. Like I did with the power swords. Oh, All the yes. power weapons on Beautiful the Grey Knights. power swords. Thank you. Yeah. And that was just, you know, it was like a blue. Then I'd add some more white. Yeah. And just keep brightening it up yep. until it was just pure white on the tip. Absolutely phenomenal. All my power swords are silver. Hey, man. With maybe like a blue wash on them. There you go. <laughs> That's the start. <laughs> so the things you need for an airbrush is a compressor with an air tank on it. Yes. Because you'll see the two differences. <laughs> between one with an air tank, one with a tank on it, yep. and one without. Yep. Um, they're usually more expensive with a tank yeah. because you're getting more stuff. Yep. The good thing about the tank is you'll turn the airbrush, the compressor on, it'll go... To varying degrees. Yeah, yeah, it'll <laughs> yeah. shake the house. Yeah. Um, but once that tank is filled with compressed air... It stops. It stops. It goes... <laughs> and, oh, man, hearing it end, yeah. so good. Yeah. So then you can spray until that tank is empty. Depending on the size of the tank, maybe you'll only get five minutes of spraying, but that's a decent amount of time. It is. That's some that time. That peace and quiet, yep. pretty good. Yeah. But if you use one without a tank, you turn it on, that's that's all you hear. That baby is going nonstop. It's rumbling like you just opened a fridge. Yeah. <laughs> but worse, because you're not getting a cool, frosty beverage out of oh, it. Oh, no. Speaking of. Oh, you're done. Oh, Jeez. Yeah. Shane's been smashing them away. Putting them away like water, man. 
Yeah, well, finished mine as well. Hang on, I better. I've been talking too much. That's this is how we should measure how <laughs> how much each of us are talking. Yeah, you I've finished your beer, so you haven't talked enough. I've learned to drink while talking. Oh wow! Yeah, wow, you're like a yeah, fish. A skill. Yeah. Fish are always talking while they're drinking. You can't well, stop them. I'm gonna go grab another beverage while you keep talking airbrushing. Yeah, the sound guy's leaving me. Shane's yeah, about to. Own, Shane's leaving me, and he's about to destroy <laughs> our little <laughs> our, our sound, sound booth. Our sound booth. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So it's just it's just you and me. Now that they're gone, we can talk about the real fun stuff, like airbrushing. Um, so I've actually forgotten completely. Oh, can you get me a beer as well, Shane? Yeah, man. Just another one. I'm not halfway through this, but I'll I'll make it work. Cheers. Um. So you need you need to pick your compressor. I would highly recommend one with a tank on it. Um. Just to avoid the constant noise, the drumming, droning noise of the air compressor going. Mind you, when I when I airbrush, I mostly got headphones in, and I don't hear it at all. Um, but you're going to outlay this initial investment, and most of my compressor, I've been lucky. It's lasted me about four years, three, three, four years. Some people have theirs heat up and burn out after one. Maybe they're just using it more than me. That's entirely possible. I'm not a big. I'm not in there every day. And that is that is something to keep in mind as well. Um, ooh, Shane is destroying everything, but he has brought me a beer, so. You brought me one too. It's Have I made awesome. up for it? What a ledge. Uh, we'll see. Depends how many more things you destroy on your way back in. <laughs> Nothing. I'm in. Yeah, he's in. I'm back um, in. I was just talking about compressors and whatnot. I heard. Because you will need to purchase one. You have to. You've got no choice. Um as I hand the keys with the, with the bottle opener with the bottle opener to Shane. Can I just say two things? Yeah, for certainly. I'm loving the way the beers are flowing. It's good. That's what, that's what we do. Secondly, yeah. that key jingle, yeah. the sound of that beer opening then. Mwah. <laughs> anyway, back to the podcast. There we go. I'm going to double park it because it is oh, hot. Oh. Yeah, man. That's what I do. I did that with my no. <laughs> uh, so you'll buy you'll buy an air compressor. What I did is if you jump on eBay or whatever, if we went went into Guff and actually saw these. Yeah, Guff Werribee. They have Guff like they have full on air compressor kits with airbrushes and everything. I That's saw the I one bought. without the tank it was one hundred and fifty. Okay, so which is for, everything you need to get going. For reference, for one hundred and fifty, I bought my air compressor with the tank. Yeah, my airbrush. Two needles and some extra tidbits. Yeah. So I got the full kit for one fifty. Yep. I was ready to go out the gate. Yeah. Some some kits I've seen online like it's just the air compressor. Yeah. So you got to buy the hose and the airbrush. Mm-hmm. So make sure you have a good look and make, and get a get a complete kit. It's just easier. It's it's a good start. You know everything's going to work together. You don't want to. And some people will tell you invest in like a medium eighty dollar airbrush to start with. Not something that's too expensive. But to me, that was too expensive because yep. I didn't know if I even liked airbrushing. Yeah, yeah. So I went with the 150, which of that 150, I would say about 120 was the compressor. Yeah. The other $30 was the hose and all the extra tools that came with the airbrush. Yeah. Um, and then I could at least start playing around without the fear of if I don't clean this airbrush properly or I don't know how to use it properly, I can just buy another one. Yeah. For 20, 30 bucks. Yeah. Now, these are terrible airbrushes. They're just... Made in China, no name. No name, nothing. Yeah. Um, they're not great to clean. They don't come apart as easily. They're not as smooth. They've got a lot of little issues, but they've served me fine. Yeah, you've got your money out of it. Oh, easily. That's the thing about a $20, $30 airbrush. Yeah. 
I can paint 50 models yep. quickly and I've certainly got my money. Even if it broke after that one session, Yeah, definitely got my money out of it. Yep. That's like a contrast paint. <laughs> Cheaper than two contrast paints. Oh, it is. Yeah. It actually is. So that's another thing. Yep. Um, so that's how I started and that's how I recommend starting. Now, the tools you'll need is the air compressor. Whether you do it with a, um air tank or without will yep. come down to your budget. I think if you had the... If you have the means, yeah. get the tank. The tank every time. Yeah. That's yeah. what I would recommend. But, but nothing wrong their own. without. If you're you know? like, look, I want to save 30 bucks, get the, get it without the tank. I've yep. listened with headphones in anyways. There's no one else in my house. Whatever. You know? As long as no, like, your neighbors aren't working night shift or, yeah. you know, or the boss it's is going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I well. do it in my shed and uh, yeah, yeah it, now, it's fine. For what they are, they're pretty quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And again, depending on brands and whatnot, you get varying... Loudness, yeah, you get different decibels, but yeah. yeah, typically they're not too bad. Nah, what you'll also need is, like Shane mentioned earlier, a hose which connects your compressor to your airbrush. Yep, the benefit of these kits is obviously they come with the exact hose that's going to fit for that airbrush and yeah. for that compressor, which yep. is why I started there. Yeah, um, then you'll need an airbrush. Now, this is where it gets tricky because there's so many different things that go into an airbrush, but I'm going to label some things quickly. If you're looking at doing an airbrush, the number one tip that I have for you research it more than the information I'm giving to you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it is an investment. It's 150 it to 200 to, depending on how much you want to spend. Yeah. It's going to be a lot. Yep. Yes, it'll save you so much time. Yes, you can do cooler blends. I would recommend starting out cheap so you even know you want to go down that route. Yeah. You can have a play. Um, but definitely do more research. But compressor, hose, airbrush. Yeah. Now, the airbrush, you need, a few th- you need the airbrush to be a few things. You need it to be dual action. All airbrushes have a trigger on top of them. This is just for convenience. Obviously, you can do whatever, do whatever you want. I yep. don't care. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this is my recommendation. You get a dual action one, which means when you press down on the trigger, air comes out. Yep. And when you pull the trigger back slowly, it pulls the needle in, which releases A mixture paint. of paint and air. Yes. A mixture yep. of paint and air. Um, the reason we do that is because there's a few benefits. One is it allows more control. Yep. Um, one, it, it allows, I think, more accuracy because you can actually, if you're in a dark room under a white light, you can see the air hitting the model. Yeah. So you can pull down, you press down on the trigger, you can see where the air is hitting. Yeah. That's something that benefits me. You know where you're shooting. You know where you're shooting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No innuendo <laughs> necessary after no. that one. Um, it also helps push out any remaining air. So yep. I always, a tip is to start and finish with air. Yeah. So when you're painting, maybe it's just one little spurt. Maybe it's a whole model. Maybe you're holding it down for a while. Yeah. I would start and finish with air. Yeah. Because that last little finish with air that you do, which means you pull it all the way back, get the paint out there. Yeah. And then release it all the way forward while still holding it down, that yep. little trigger on top. Finishing with air will push out any remaining paint. Yeah. Hopefully. It helps. It certainly helps. So you want dual action. Allows control for air and paint. As opposed to single action, which when you press down that trigger, paint just comes out. Yeah. No choice. Yeah. Premature <laughs> paint. Nothing worse. Um, so dual action, gravity fed, which is where the paint, what do you call that? The cup. The cup. That's yep. the one. The paint <laughs> cup is on top of the, the airbrush. Air yep. And it's gravity that allows the paint to seep through into the nozzle. Yeah. Not like you see them when they when people paint houses or cars. Their airbrush is obviously like 
a full-on like gun. Mm. It has a massive container at the bottom. Yeah, and that actually uses the air flowing past to suck paint out. Yeah, they call them like venturi. Yeah, um, it's just how that action works. But you definitely want a top mounted cup. Yeah, gravity fed. I think so. Um, yep. you can and people do. You can use the other type that Shane just mentioned. <laughs> The only, the only, I would say the only benefit of those is that you can get a much bigger cup. So you can fit more paint in there while Shane quietly dies <laughs> on the paint fumes. We're talking about painting so much, you're getting paint fumes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say gravity fed. It also allows what I mentioned earlier. You yep. to be able to mix the paint in the cup yep. while you're working. Add the, add the thinner if you need more thinner. Yeah. Use, a beat more up paint. Or, use a beat-up old brush. Stir it up. Yeah, stick a brush, whatever. Yep. Whatever that doesn't have any, like, dust or yeah. dirt. Clean, or, yep. Because everything, any little fiber that's going through that um, airbrush has potential yep. to clog it up. Yeah. So you want to keep everything clean. People, Some people use, like, filtered water. Wow. Things like that. I get it straight out of the, the river. <laughs> I scoop it up. The puddle out the front. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I, some, if it's raining outside, I'll just go out there and hold it out there. <laughs> Um, I've had no issues with that. Um, sometimes I do get a, nah, it's terrible advice probably. <laughs> sometimes it does clog up on me. So I'll just like, um, just, I'll just crank the pressure up and just pump it out. Start, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah clean, it, any, clean it out. Any blockages? Yeah. Yep. Um, I find myself in my last session particularly, I was riding the nozzle a little bit, um, riding the dial, which increases the pressure. Yep. That's another thing you'll ask about probably. And it's something you can't answer. People no. say, what pressure should I airbrush on? It entirely works depends on what you're doing as well. Start low and work your way up. Yeah. Um, basically, the more, the, the least, if you have less pressure, you have more control, but also a na- like a more narrow, what do you call that? More narrow cone. Yes. Yep. More pressure, pumps it out more. Yep. You can sit, which means you can sit further back. Sorry, I should have specified. You have a narrower cone because you can work. You have to closer. work closer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas when you pump it up, the pressure up, yeah. you can move it back and you have a larger cone. Yeah. But you basically, anywhere in between 7.5 PSI and 30 is where I usually deal. Yeah. I go yeah, in yeah. between that. Find your sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah. And it will depend on what you're doing. If you're doing detailed stuff, you usually work low pressure. If you're doing bigger models... Or you're just basing and you want to pump out duck egg green on 40 guys, <laughs> you'll pump the pressure up and just go. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, I would so research airbrushing because it's a good tool. Yeah. But it's also something you can entirely paint without. I Like I said, I've never used it. Oh, yeah. Ah, two times. However, to do what I did on my 15 Grey Knights with the power weapons, yep. that took me maybe an hour and a half yep. on an airbrush. I reckon that would probably take me an hour and a half per model. Yeah, with a... Brush. With a brush. To yeah. get that same smooth transition. Oh, yeah. You it's, could do it like a dodgy job. Easy, quickly. It's crisp, man. It's yeah. crisp. I can't... I look at them sometimes and I go, I can't tell where one Color shade starts. starts and the other yeah, ends, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I wanted, so... Yeah. Well, I think that's a, tools. I think yeah. that's an awesome um, breakdown of airbrushing. Yeah, it's um, okay. Yeah, it'll get you there. <laughs> to, um, to sum up a, a few other techniques you might hear or see... Um, I've got a, a list here of just a few basic yeah, brushing cool, techniques. Man. Yeah. Um, a lot of the time, they, like I said, these are the things you'll see. You're like, what? What's stippling? What is stippling, Shane? I can tell you what stippling is. Your best. So stippling is the creation of a pattern simulating varying degrees of solidity or shading by using small dots. 
Is that straight off Wikipedia? That is straight off Google, man. First result. There you go. But, Top result, page one. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, basically you're using your brush and you're just dabbing the tip mm. on the model. And, it, like, people mostly use stippling. <laughs> Please don't. He's, he's dabbing, guys, yeah. multiple times. Well, I can't see. <laughs> I'm naked. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty hot. Yeah. I was actually just smelling my armpits. <laughs> that one's terrible. That one's terrible. That one's terrible. Stippling. Stippling, yeah. yeah. Most of the time you see people like rust effects, battle damage, it's done by stippling. Dirt on the bottom of cloaks. Yes. My go-to. Stippling. Yep. My skaven have been stippled. Fuck out. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I tried to mute my my, my swear word. Yeah. Didn't work. <laughs> Didn't work. Yeah. So that's one. So... Feathering is another technique, mm-hmm. which is a blending technique which achieves subtle uh, tension between colours by applying a succession of semi-transparent layers. All those words were way too big and well constructed. <laughs> Tell <laughs> me what it means. Again, Shane. it's like it's so using various like you start off with a thin paint and you work you work your way up, and it's just to small strokes to yeah to like a, a more pigment. Right. Okay. So you thin the paint down so it's more medium okay. water. Yeah. Okay. And there's pigment. Yep. And that's like a uh, almost clear, right? Very slight color, and you build your way up. So it's a it's a shading sort of technique. Okay, so that's another example where you could use like airbrush paints on a wet palette when yeah. you're trying to get that real translucent. Yep, kind of look. That's a good word, translucent. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I made it up. <laughs> yeah. So if you see it in the dictionary, it. <laughs> that's it was done after I just said this. Yeah, they stole it off you. Yeah, how dare they? <laughs> I want commissions. Hey, we just made money off a podcast. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the most uh, common brushing techniques is called dry brushing. So dry brushing is, yeah, yeah. is a technique where you're using a dry brush <gasps> into a paint, uh-huh. wet paint, dry paint, doesn't matter who makes it. Okay. They make different ones. Okay. And using paper towel, you wipe off all the extra paint, leaving mostly pigment in the bristles. I see. And then using sort of quick strokes, successions over the a model, mm-hmm. it'll pick up all the high points like... If you're doing a textured base or armor panels or whatever, yeah, the high points will catch the bristles yep. and, and leave the paint there. So it's sort of a, it's just a, it's a rough highlight. I like to use dry brushing on like terrain, yeah, bases, all that sort of stuff, it and can, edge highlighting on armor panels. It can, yeah, I was gonna say it can have kind of a scratchy. It look does, to it. yeah, very scratchy, yeah. So it's actually perfect. It's actually preferable for things like metals yep. or like a, a dirty cloak that mm-hmm. you're going for or like anything yeah. that's worn or beat up. If you want something to look pristine, not dry brushing. I've seen, having said that, it's te- it's a technique. So, of course, you can like hone in on it. Yeah. Um, I've seen some people do like what you would think was wet blended yeah. with dry brushing. Wow. But there's so little room for error. Yeah. Because if you get like a, you know, sometimes you can get a clump of pigments yes. that create yeah. a stroke. Yeah. So, you know, some people are just phenomenal at it. It'll ruin your day in, like, 0.25 Yeah, second. one stroke. Yeah. 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 But it's a good technique. Like, it's it's great for pumping out models. It's probably the first, like, I'd say advanced technique yeah. you'll learn. Yep, definitely. Yeah. If you're starting your painting venture today, dry brushing will be the first, yeah, advanced thing that you will learn. Tell you what, you could... Contrast and dry brush a model. You probably spend ten oh, minutes on it, and man. that bitch is tabletop. Oh yeah. I will also put in my two cents here. And yeah. Say that uh, yeah, dry brushing is awesome. Yes. Because you've especially, used it, yeah, Jack. Dry brush. Yeah. 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 Man. Your Skatari, man. You you dry brush those boys up. You got them. 
Yep. You got the bitches. <laughs> um, edge highlighting is another one. Yeah. Again, it's probably one of the first techniques you'll you'll use. Similar to dry brushing. Similar to dry brushing. Because you are trying to just get like those real highlights. Yep. You'll you'll use your paint like you normally would and a brush, a normal brush, mm. and you'll use the side of the bristles mm. on the highest point of yep. an armor panel or whatever. Yeah. It's it's GW's like trademark painting style. It <clears throat> can turn some like I saw there's a guy on YouTube, I can't remember his name. I'll drop him next week if I can remember. Yeah. But he does an heavy metal contrast oh, series. Yeah. So it's he not paints... Miniac, is it? No, no, it's not Miniac. Um, it's someone else. Okay. He's got very low followers. It's yep. like a niche channel. It's phenomenal. Oh man, I really I'll shout <laughs> him out next week. Yeah. And so he paints just using contrast until he gets to the it's it's basically contrast and then edge highlighting. Okay. And the models look like, oh man. They're yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. If I ever was able to paint that well, I'd be happy. It's that kind of model. Yeah. For those that aren't familiar, Every Metal is the GW's painting team. Yeah. Basically. The ones that do the box art. Yep. Every Metal style is like what you see on the box of minis. It's it's heavy without the H. It is. It's yeah. Every Metal. It's apostrophe Every Metal. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and so his series is basically creating things that look like they would be on a box yep. with just contrast and then edge highlighting. Yeah, That's how yeah. effective edge highlighting is. It, it turns really something is. just contrast. It makes it pop. It makes it pop, yeah. exactly. I think the last sort of thing here would be uh, shading, something mm-hmm. we call washing. Mm-hmm. We talked about shades earlier without sort of describing what they're used for for True. people that have never painted or like picking up a brush for the first time. We're shit blokes. Yeah, pretty bad. Sorry. Drop the ball there. Sorry. Anyway, uh, <laughs> shades are just... For lack of a better term, really thin down paints. Yeah. Like, their... Their job is to fall into recesses yes. and create... Uh, shadows. Shadows. Na- naturally fall in the lowest points. Yeah. There are times where you might have to pull them using the brush, a dry, like a, a washed out brush. Yeah. Because uh, they will pull. Yes. Big flat panels and stuff like that. Yeah. So you may, if you excess shade or wash, you may need to move it around with the brush while it's still wet. Yeah. Beauty is that it takes four hours to dry. Yeah, it does. So you've got yep. plenty of time. Yeah, it takes you, a calendar month. Yeah, you can slap it on there. Yeah. And if there's any, like, nan oil agrax, you basically turn your model upside down and dip it in the pot. Yeah. And then yep. you're done. Yeah. And then from there, you can, like, take away all the excess. You can pull it to where you want it to be. Yeah. Um, then you can go work three different jobs. Yeah. Uh, have a kid, come get back, married, come it's back. It's half dry. It's almost dry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> we joke. Yeah, they recommend yeah. anywhere between 20 to 45 minutes, depending yeah. on climate, thick, et cetera. And how thick you do it. Yeah, well. that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always do like, like to do a thin uh, flesh tone over my gold. There you go. Makes them a bit warmer. Like a Reichland flesh tone. Yeah, yeah Reichland flesh tone. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what, what's good? Here's a little tip. 50-50 of any gloss. So, like, there's null oil gloss. Is there an Agrax Earth Shade gloss? Uh, oh, Could good not, question. I don't think so. No. There's, a, there's definitely a Reichland Flesh Shade gloss. There is, yeah. N- you never want to go full gloss no. over a metal. No. It's too shiny. Unless, well, I do, but I do it really thin, like oh, real yeah, thin. Oh, yeah, thin it down or go yeah. 50-50. Yeah. So you get just normal Reichland yep. and Reichland gloss. And that's where you 50/50. might want to use a dry palette, like we yeah. talked about earlier. Yeah. Mixing up those those shades. Yeah, because if yeah. you throw it on a wet palette, it's, yeah, you're just going to be it's too, yeah. too thin. Bad day. Bad day. But Bad if, day. if you throw all the paint on a model yep. and it doesn't work out, <laughs> you can always strip it. Oh, yes. You now, know what, a lot about stripping. Oh, I know about stripping. I've spent the better part of Three days a college. week? Yeah, I think three days a week. <laughs> it's good money. Yeah, yeah. No, it, get, it buys my hobby. Pays medical school, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> medical school, which I'm obviously in. <laughs> um, 
Stripping, I'll give you a quick rundown because it's just another tool in the belt we want to throw in for you today. Yeah. Um, but again, it's another thing you should... Actually, I'm not going to say go watch videos because we found a very lack of support. There's so many different opinions. Oh, man. We're and, just going to give you what worked for us. And like, oh, use We've filtered this, out all you, the shit. Use yeah. that. Use solvent green. Yep. Use... Yeah. Oh, man. Just... And you look at... a pa- We're part of many Facebook groups related to hobby. Yeah. Someone will say, what's the best thing for stripping? Instantly, 20 different responses. Yeah. Someone's like, go stand in the sun for four hours, faint to due east, <laughs> facing due east, pick up some sand, throw it at the model, make sure a bird shits on it, Yeah. Dig it un- bury it underground. If your dog digs it up, then you can, you're, you're ready good. to strip it. Yeah. You're ready to strip it. <laughs> you know, all kinds of stuff. What, worked for, what works for us, it worked for me first, and I was just like, Shane, you got to do this. Meth. Liquid meth. <laughs> Liquid meth. Actually, methylated spirits. Methylated spirits. spirits. Yeah. Wow, what, did you, what did you think we meant? Yeah. Um, <laughs> do some meth. Buy some meth. The good thing about methylated spirits is it's cheap. Yeah, it is. People told me to use Dettol. Fuck them. <laughs> Dettol was a nightmare. It was like $20 for a bottle. It smelled terrible. It smells like shit. And when you try and get the paint off the model, it's all clumpy and thick and it's terrible. And you got to soak it for like, they said like a few hours. I had to soak it for like three days before yeah. the paint even came off. Don't do Dettol. No, go to Bunnings. If you're listening to this and you're like, what is he talking about? Dettol's the... You're wrong. Yeah. This is the only time I would, yeah. I'm confident enough to say, you're wrong. <laughs> I have no knowledge about it, but I would still say, go for Matho, man. Yeah, yeah. dude. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Go to Bunnings, you buy a litre of it for like four bucks. It's insane, man. It's yeah. so much cheaper. After 10 minutes of soaking it, you can... This is what I do. This is my method. It works well, I think. Yeah. It's it's never let me down. Well, my method is your method. There you go. Is that because I told you that? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And it worked for you? It worked for me. So it's going to work for you guys. Put your models in. But hang on. Oh. Cav- caveat. We've only done it on hard plastic models. Correct. We've never no. done it on... Re- you done fine cast? I've done resin. Oh, and it works. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. Big. Okay. Yeah. Well, then... Uh, test sweet. it. Test it. No... Michael no, yeah, it's my tick of approval. <laughs> I've used it on metal as well. Sorry, I bumped the mic. Um, I used it on metal. Yeah. Flawless. Yeah. So it's almost a jack of all trades. Okay. But there's different types of resins. Yeah. What I did was a, gosh, if I could remember the model. Is it a GW model? Um, it will be. It no. will be. No? No? Oh, anyway, I'll have to, for now, don't do resin. Okay. Just in case. Yeah, just in case. We it guarantee hard plastic. Hard GW plastic, hard plastic. Hard plastic. Any yeah. hard plastic. Okay. That's where I'm going. Any hard plastic and metal. Mm-hmm. Throw it in the methylated spirits. Wear gloves, by the way. You don't want that shit in your wounds. Yeah, wear gloves. Wounds you didn't even know you had. Yep. Meth. Oh, yeah. We'll find it. Oh, yeah. Wear gloves. Yep. Which you, you need to do for most of these things anyway. Dead or whatever it is. You need to While use you're it. at Bunnings grabbing the metho, go to the Grab those the 99 cent gloves. Yeah. Grab the, the thin cleaning gloves, non-powder, Latex, whatever. whatever. Yeah. They're like a dollar for like a thousand. Yeah. That's what's a, wrong with this country. I get a country. box of them for, from work, so I'm, I'm Gucci. The turtles are choking, but boy, are our hands fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so dump them in that for 10 minutes. Grab a toothbrush yep. or an old brush that you just like, I was going to throw you in the bin. Yeah. Actually, I lie. Save that old brush. Put yep. that to the side for a second. Grab the toothbrush. Take off the top layer. Yep. Sometimes... You want to go scrub? Sometimes you'll find you gently stroke it and everything comes off yeah. it's so satisfying yeah, yeah yeah you might have bought those secondhand minis yeah and it just it comes off oh my goodness and the paint's like thick as like custard yeah. Oh, yeah and you throw it in your mouth and it tastes a little funny but yeah. you, you power through but it's still custard yeah it's still custard <laughs> so anyway take take the top layer off the entire model 
for all of the models that you soak in there. You can do 10, 20, yeah. whatever. Depends yep. on your bucket. Depends yep. on your meth. Yeah. <laughs> um, Get good meth. And then after that, after you've taken the top layer off, I leave it in there for another like 10 to 15. Yep. Sometimes longer, I'll just leave. <laughs> just leave my house <laughs> and come back. I don't know if it's the longer the better. I don't know. No. Sometimes I've done it after 15 minutes. Sometimes it takes me a few goes. See, my, my technique is very similar, but I don't leave it in for 10 minutes. I'll leave it in there for like two yeah, give it yeah. a good scrub. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come off as easy as like you said, mm-hmm. but I'll do like three cycles of that. Okay. So I'll be in there for like two minutes, yeah. scrub it, back in there, scrub it again. Yeah. It depends on the model. Like sometimes some, some models are harder than others. Yeah. I mean, they've got lots of little bits. Yeah. Which, so it's also assess the model before you go in. Yeah. Because if you've got a lot of like spiky bits and- You don't want to break anything. And you will with a toothbrush. Yeah. That's why I put that little other brush to the side. Oh, Yeah. So now pick up that other brush. Yep. Get in under the elbows, the armpits. If you've got claws or something. Like yeah. Stuff you don't yeah. want to break or yep. stuff that the toothbrush won't quite get in. Get that old crappy brush. Yep. Or if you don't have it, just go to like the, you know, the art store, grab a dollar. Yeah. Dollar five brush. Brush yeah. pack. Those crappy ones that yep. they're giving the, to your little cousin <laughs> in junior school. Yep. Um, anyway, so stripping, that's all there is to it. Dump your model in there. Methylated spirits. Uh, simple green as well. I haven't used it, but yep. I've watched a video on it and it looks fine. The only caveat to all of this is it also depends on the, I found the paints that they've used. Okay. So if they've used an enamel paint or if they've used some sort of weird Chinese, you know what? Tamiya paints don't come off that well with methylated spirits. Uh, okay. I found they is do that, come off. Is that because they're in an enamel paint? No, they're not. They're oh, still they're acrylic. Okay. Um, I've just found that I painted my Gene Steel Colts things. Yeah. With all GW. Yeah. With a you know like a the combos we were talking about before. Yeah. I use the red from Mig. Yeah. No duck egg green, but yep. the red from Mig, the shades from Army Painter, and a couple things from Vallejo. Yeah. It came off like, oh, so easy, man. Yeah. yeah. It was back to grey plastic in two two cycles, which I, is take I it out, yeah. stroke it. Put it back in for 10 minutes, take it out, stroke it. Yeah. I did my Vindicare Assassin. Yeah. Which I painted like probably in black, painted him yep. some f- not dug egg green. Dug yeah, okay. egg green. It was, that was horrible. Your mistake. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And yep. like I'm like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, what is this? Mm. What is this model? Yep. So stripped him. Nice. Stripped him right down. Yeah. Yeah. And oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, real good. And like just did our technique. Yeah. Metho, straight a few brush strokes. Yeah. And he was Gucci. And yeah. Give it a whirl, guys. Yeah. You got Give it. Give it a whirl. You got it. But it's cheap. Wear gloves. Having said that, mm. don't strip like your first models you've painted. Yeah. So don't look in your cabinet and look at these. For me, I look at these Space Marine Scouts that I've got from Lost Patrol that came out a few years ago. Yeah. And I look at them and I go, oh, they're hideous, right? Yeah. For some reason, I shaded them with a gloss shade. Oh, yeah. Don't know why. Yeah. Just did. Yeah. And I look back at them and I'm like, oh, man, I could make them look look schmick now yeah. with my skill now yeah but it's always good to have that reflection where you can be like this is where i started this yeah. was the first full unit of five dudes that i ever finished from top to bottom yeah. to base like you got to be proud of that yeah you got to show where you've come from so don't don't just go strip everything you've got yeah and paint to where you are now because you'll have nothing to reflect on you'll be like, you won't be able to be like oh, i started from here and now i'm here yeah yeah. You'll have no, nothing to gauge off. It's such a valid point because me, I can't, I can, uh, I would strip everything. Yeah. If it were up to me, I'd strip everything. Yeah. However, I heard yourself and some other, like, Miniac, like you, you referenced earlier, YouTube yeah. channel, 
and he said, oh, and even, oh, lots of them actually say, they all yeah. say the same thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I need to heed the advice from these people that have been painting for 10, 15, 20 years. Yep. If they're telling me, if I could go back and not strip that model, yep. you know, you need to take that on. Yeah. So there are certain situations where you need, like I would recommend stripping. Like an eBay rescue. Exactly. Well, you buy like yep. a model off eBay for like cheap as chips. Yeah. And yep. you'd be like, you get it and it's like, like your Tyranid thing, which yeah. is like primed in lead belcher. Yes. Like fucking metallic Tyranids. They were going for metal Tyranid. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'll strip that. Yeah, stripped it. Strip that. Um, but don't, don't go to your first miniature you ever painted and strip it. Yeah. Keep that. Yeah. And let like... You know, there's exceptions, obviously. Obvious, like characters or whatever. Yeah. But if, yep. you're, if you've got a five-man squad of scouts yep. armed with shotguns yep. because uh, you thought they looked cool. Yeah, man. Not useful in a game, but they thought it looked cool. Yep. Don't strip them. Keep them. Just keep what them. What is it for a new squad of them? Oh, 50 man, bucks? Oh, man, like 50 bucks, if that. Yeah. I know that's to a lot of people who probably just get into that, they'll be like, 50 bucks? Yeah. When you get into this hobby, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not going to be a lot. No, if no. If you can get a squad for 50 bucks, you're like, oh, sweet, yeah, that's all right. These guys are only 50 bucks. Yeah. Everything seems to be 100. Anyways, that's yeah. a whole different thing. That's another problem. Obviously, if you've only got enough money to buy one army, yeah, it's 2,000 points on the nose. For whatever reason, for this tournament coming up, it all has to be the same color. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you have to strip those first yeah. models you did. Yeah. But most of the time, is that just an excuse that you're using? You say, oh, I've got to have them all the same color. Do you? No. Or can that squad? Most of the time you don't. No, I don't think so. What's stopping you, really? Like, So those Tyranid Gaunts, those eight of them that you originally painted are white and the rest of your squads are Kraken. Yeah. Purple, or they're purple. Yeah, you know? yeah. Doesn't matter. It's nah. eight. It makes sense. They're aliens. Yeah. You're just trying to find an excuse. Yeah. Don't do it. No. Strip sparingly. Yes. Keep yep. your modesty about you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyways, but that's all we got. That's about it, guys. Thanks Hopefully for listening. some little paint tips for you while you're sitting there painting. Yeah. If you're a veteran, you're probably just like, these guys don't know shit. Yeah. I, knew, I knew all this stuff. And more. And more. They know well, nothing. email us at Hobby Homies. Maybe at we can... Gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. At gmail.com or yeah. jump in at Discord. Yep. Give enlighten us with your tips. Yeah, Don't we keep it to yourself. No, you selfish bitch. <laughs> Get in here. Um, yeah, yep. Now we are due for another giveaway, and I've got one, but I think we're out of time. We're getting close, <laughs> so I'll announce it in the Discord once I fine tune a couple things. Yep. So jump in the Discord. Yeah. That, you, now you got to get in there. And we're still looking for our March giveaway. Oh man, the Neophyte hybrids. Like, do you want them or not? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Do you want them? Are they too good for you? Yeah. We'll take them. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can't now because a few people have entered. But, hey, maybe we'll put our own names in yeah, there. I'll we'll email to, ourselves. I'll enter six times. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> um, so that more details about that comp and all events and everything that we've discussed here yep. in the Discord. Jump in there. Yeah. Say howdy. Yeah. And oh. once again, guys, check out Churchy. Without him, none of this is possible. No way. You wouldn't be able to listen to us. Me and my faulty preamps. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Or popping and sound distortion brought to you by Churchy. <laughs> Check out his channel. What was it's that game? Not me, it's the audio equipment. What was that oh. game you were showing us, Churchy? What was that game? The Deep, Deep Rock Galactic? Oh, oh Space oh, Dwarves, dude. Space Dwarves. Get around it. Space Dwarves. That video you showed me. What was it? Top five or top? Yeah, top five epic moments. And if top yeah. five epic if moments. If you guys like Diggy Diggy Hole Minecraft, <laughs> soon I'll have a cover of that coming. What an eclectic taste. Galactic spin. Oh, there you go. Dude, your yeah. channel's sick. Your channel is better than our podcast. But, no, your podcast is sick. No, you're sick. No, you're sick. Anyways, we'll suck each other's dicks later. For now, <laughs> we'll see you guys next yeah. week. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, Hobby Homies. Toodles, I'm Fox. I'm Shane. And that's Jack. That's Jack. Yeah. 
Peace. Peace.